Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Reverie with Will and High Five Tom.
friends in this business, Jay Lethal, isn't out here right now because he's currently got some little problem with ROH management. But we know damn well Jay Lethal has our back just like we got his. that's not out here is Steve Carino, Jimmy Jacobs, and Kevin Steen. The group collectively known as Scum. The group that's trying to bring down this company. The group that thinks it's cool to walk around disrespecting ROH. But the main problem I have with Scum Scum has the fans brainwashed into thinking that it's cool to knock ROH. Scum has the fans brainwashed to think it's cool to on ROH. Let me tell y'all something. When y'all knock ROH, y'all are knocking all the wrestlers around this ring. You're knocking me and my brother. You're knocking Brian Danielson. You're knocking CM Punk. You're knocking Samoa Joe. You're knocking Austin Aries. You're knocking everybody that's busted their ass in this ring to make ROH the best damn pro wrestling company in the world. is getting ready to come to an end. Just like Babylon crumbled in one day, baby, this is getting ready to be over. Like I said, Jay Lethal is currently having some problems with management. He put Jim Cornette in the hospital. So now we don't have a matchmaker around here. We don't have anybody to call the shots with Jim being on the shelf. But me and my brother, we loaded up the pickup truck. We got us a few coolers of beer, and we went down to Louisville, Kentucky, and talked with Jim Cornette herself, and we got some straightened out. We talked with all these guys around the ring, and we got some straightened out. We got a new matchmaker here in ROH. We got a new man out here to call the shots in ROH. A man that's busting his ass in this ring. Blood, sweat, and tears just like all of us. A man that's going to restore honor to this company. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the new matchmaker, Nigel McGinnis. Question, Jay. That flag. What does it say? ROH. 
Right on top. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, right? Honor. That is what this company was built on. That is what we believed in. When I first had the dream of being a professional wrestler, this company didn't even exist. But for better or for worse, it's in this company that my dream became a reality. In this ring were a lot of these guys. Yet, that ring of honor, I don't know where it's gone. I mean, I, I see signs of it. I still see guys coming out here and having the best damn wrestling matches in the world. I see an unparalleled passion and love for professional wrestling. And I see a profound respect for the guys that built this company and the guys who have continued to keep this company going. Being a wrestler in Ring of Honor makes you proud. I remember people would come up to me and they would say, you guys in Ring of Honor, you think you're the best wrestlers in the world. You're damn right we do. So when the boys came to me and they said, we want you to step up, what was I gonna say? No. I said, look, if we're in this together, I'll head it up. We'll take back Ring of Honor. We, the people. The people that still believe in this company. And the people that you fans want to see in this ring. And whether some people like it or not, the fans want to see Kevin Steen. I, I'd be a fool to ignore that, but at the same time, they also want to see somebody else. So, my first job, my first decision as the new matchmaker in Ring of Honor is come final battle, the main event is going to be Kevin Steen defending his world title against El Generico. Wow! El Generico, Kevin Steen, final battle? Are you kidding me? Steen's worst nightmare! Now listen. As difficult as it was for me to make this match, when I talked to El Generico on the phone, he made only one request to take that match and be in New York. He said two words, ladder war. And so now, while we're on the, on the subject of final battle, we have to find opponents for Carino and Jacobs, the final battle. Now, Coleman and Alexander, you're one on one with them. Jay, Mark, you're one on one as well. So I've got to make a decision.
Okay? I've made my decision. Final battle. Carino and Jacobs will defend against Coleman and Alexander. Well, there you have it. And the Briscoe brothers in an old-fashioned Ring of Honor three-way match for the Ring of Honor world title. What do you say, Jay? I think that sounds like a hell of a plan, boss. Hey, we don't raise the bar. Ring of Honor is the bar. We are, we symbolize excellence in pro wrestling. ROH is back, baby. We're getting scum out of here. This is ROH, and honor lives. What up, high fivers? Like you heard in the intro here is uh, your boy, High Five Tom. And I've got my very good friend, Will. Uh, Mr. My very good friend, Will, here on the other side of the country. I don't know why I fucked that up. Will, how are you this evening? You know, Tom, today was one of those days where you realize that if you have a problem, sometimes all you got to do, step away, have a turkey sandwich, come back, and the solution will present itself to you. Did that happen to you today? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Had a leaky hose, couldn't get the fitting to tighten, went to break, came back, looked at it again, fixed it, no problem. Oh. Now, is this a sliced turkey sandwich or a ground turkey sandwich or? It was sliced turkey. Sliced turkey. I do love turkey. And some of the, the Hannaford brand low sodium turkey. Oh. Some uh, some Swiss mm. mustard and some uh, spinach wrap. Well, I don't like mustard, but other than that, sounds good. You don't like mustard? No. I was feeling the mustard. The last couple of times, I've done the, the cracked pepper coated turkey with the mayo. Mmm. But I, I was feeling the mustard today. Cracked pepper, huh? Oh, yeah. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, so, I mean, sometimes you definitely just gotta walk the fuck away from things, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's all I need to do? Okay. I, I definitely have a tough time with that. I definitely. Sometimes forget forget to think outside the box. So, other than that, Will, how's life? It's all right. The uh, last weekend was uh, Brittany's birthday. Oh, tell her I said happy belated birthday. And now we roll on, and we've got. Our anniversary, and a couple weeks later is Christmas, and then wow! So you guys hooked up just before Christmas, huh? Early December will be eleven years this year. Huh. Wow! So you guys were hooking up just as uh, Kevin Steen got kicked out. No, he was beating. No, he's coming back to Ring of Honor, facing Steve Carino. Huh. Interesting. I don't know why that baffles me so, but... Well, no, because it would be the year before. 11 years. Yeah, so yeah, it would be Carino Steen as he just came back. In 2011. Oh, that's right. That first pay-per-view we talked about was in 2011. Yeah. 
So, yeah, and I was not living too far from you, Willie. I was living in Lenox at the time. Lenox, Massachusetts. So, that's crazy to think. I would have been in uh, Chester, New Hampshire. Yeah. So, yeah, you didn't want to wait a couple of weeks to save yourself a Christmas present, huh? That's some asshole shit that Tom would have done at that age, though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder it took me four years to find somebody that could put up with my shit. So, thank you, Sunshine, for being my sunshine. She's listening to Harry Potter right now, so she's discovered audiobooks. So, um, big fan. Yeah. I was a big fan when I had a longer commute. Yeah. What's that, Sunshine? No, not at all. I just thank you for putting up with all my shit publicly on air. She says you're welcome. Um, what was I gonna say? Will, do you have a? Did you get that stupid GCW gimmick thing for the five dollars a month? Nah. Okay. I am not terribly in a financial position to take on more subscriptions than I already have. I think GCW is kind of dog shit right now. It's very hit or miss. However, if you do subscribe to that GCW, you could have seen your boy High Five Tom probably a few times at uh, Wisconsin Death Trip GCW show this past Sunday. At the world famous Lapeka Lounge number three. That was this past Sunday. Yeah. See your boy Manser? I did. I did. I finally got that fucking picture autographed. So I meant to post about that in the Discord. I got uh, a, I got an autograph in the mail today. Nice. Who'd you get? I got my copy of uh, Mike Spears' uh, wrestling comic book. No shit. Past guest of the Shining Wizards. Yeah. Nice, dude. Which with where this comes out, you know, shouts out eleven years of the Shining Wizards. Yeah, don't shit, Jesus. Yeah, and you've been there pretty much since pretty much since day one. So I'm a I'm a Johnny come lately, but it's not quite day one. But I I do remember a much a much rougher listening experience. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like they're changing formats a little bit after the end uh, after the anniversary too. So we'll see what that brings along. So yeah, this week was just a lot of uh, a lot of NWA talk. So I mean, it's a it's a hot button thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, then you got not not to throw shade, but I mean, Tony's on there defending Tyrus, but then in the Discord, which everybody should join the free Shining Wizards Discord. They should. Uh, Tony tearing apart Max the Impaler, saying, you know, they're fat. Any any fat person can do the gimmick. It's like, you're going to defend Tyrus? Or you're going to tear down Max the Impaler? It's like, get out of here. Wow. I didn't what about old man Tony? <laughs> yeah, I am in his taco t-shirt, so. Ring of Honor's own Max the Impaler. Yeah. Also, Tony was just Tony's former guest of High Five Tom, chopping up with High Five Tom. Facts. You've had Kevin and Tony, right? You still you just have to do an episode of Matt. 
Yeah, yeah, I gotta figure out when I'm gonna get mad. All right, I was gonna do it this month, but life's just been fucking weird, Will. That's all I can say. So let's just stop making excuses. Just fucking do it. So, but um, you know, I, I, I make excuses all the time. You know how many half-read books I've got? See, I, that I don't do. Um, I'm pretty good about that. I will put a book down if I don't like it, but I'm probably never gonna read it again. Um, but it does make the list. So, and I've only, geez, I've only done that a handful of times since I started documenting. See, I think I told you that I write, I write a little journal entry. Yeah, you, you've got it like planned out, like what your reading schedule is going to be. Well, yeah, that too. So, yeah, I'm usually not that organized, but I just got a lot of shit to get through. So, well, there's stuff like I've got a couple, uh, things that are going to be like, quicker reads that I haven't read yet. I've got, you know, I just keep buying, I keep getting books. <laughs> Half-read books. I've got quarter-read books. I've got books galore, Tom. Yeah, that's that was definitely, I definitely had to put a stop to buying books. I'm like, I have a couple hundred books that I have that I haven't read. So I probably should stop. I've, I've got a bunch. I've just got a I've got a bunch that I'm I'm looking to offload. I seem to find a good way to, because the library just doesn't take everything. No. Well, does your does your library buy books? They don't buy them. You can donate them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can take it to half price books, but they're not very fair. You can buy some on eBay for a couple more bucks, I assume. But you're just gonna get raped on fucking um. That, that sounds like too much work. I'm looking more so like I get permission to bring in a banana box full of books into the break room, let it sit for a week, take it home, refresh it, bring it back in again. Well, is your work big enough for people to buy those? I don't even care if they, they bought them. Oh. I am all about sharing the joy of reading. You should just drive around your neighborhood and drive them off. Do you guys, I'm assuming you guys got little libraries in your neighborhood, right? We have the A library in the neighborhood. Oh. No, yeah. So you don't have those little things like where people put it there in their front yards, so like a big outdoor library full of books yeah. and stuff. No shit. What the fuck are you doing, Derek? I'm sorry, New Hampshire. Didn't mean to spoil your spot here. I don't care if people know where I live. They can come find me. I'll give them the whole street address. Yeah. Give them my phone number too. They can give me a call, leave a voicemail. <laughs> it was funny. I was thinking, speaking of the Discord too, like, you know, I post all my walks every day. I'm like, you know, if someone really wanted to, they could pretty easily figure out exactly where I live. <laughs> I mean, it's not public, public, but it's not private. So, I mean, they at least know what city you're in. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when you go by the name Milwaukee Tom. Well, yeah, that too. There's really not, man. You should be the first one, Will. You should put one in your front yard of your apartment complex. Well, I don't have a front yard, so. Well, do you have grass or a sidewalk or anything? Nope. That's stupid. Um, these guys look like a bunch of chomos. Um, yeah, they're called, it's just called the Little Library. It's a take one, um, Take one, uh, leave one type thing. 
And yeah, we got a bunch of them. So you just walk yeah, around the neighborhood. That'd be, that'd be really cool. But yeah, I don't have anything like that. Oh, shit. It's a nation. Huh. And there's got to be some in New Hampshire somewhere. But yeah, like and what I'll do, because uh, there's a couple of really good ones in the neighborhood. So I'll just buy books from our local library, like the youth ones, and then I'll just drop them off in the libraries. I haven't hit up a I haven't hit up a library sale in a couple of years. Yeah, I I always I tend to whenever I go in there, I always walk out with a book or two. It's like damn it. So um yeah, it's a really cool concept and we've got a bunch right in our neighborhood, so so oh, well, maybe you could start one at work too. Maybe so. like I said, even I I'm not looking to necessarily make money off it. Like it's just like I need to unload them like yeah they gotta they gotta get out of here have you ever read oh, the Kingdom of crystal i've never read it great i gotta reread that book i'm not big on reading the classics i'm not either but that one's really fucking good so i've got i'm sure i'm pretty sure i have a copy of moby dick never never cracked the cover on that one yeah, I know. I don't think I've got a copy. I mean, it's probably one of those. I, I got a copy of Leaves of uh, Leaves of Grass by uh, Walt Whitman. Oh, okay. Because it's like, oh, I know this is like it's the poetry thing, and I should read it because it's huge and it's like. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I'd rather read stuff like Do a Powerbomb. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Which. Okay. Two uh, two weeks, the last issue comes out. Wow. Yeah. Let's be in the span of the podcast. I, I popped for the t- twist at the end of issue six. Hmm. Because it is, they're, they're going to a storyline that we, we saw in WWE. But I guess I'd say it's more serious. Yeah. Given the it being a comic book and what it being something that's totally illustrated, like imaginary, yeah, can provide. And uh, slight spoiler, but you probably put two together. You know, it's not just a spotlight. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Wow, yeah, because I mean, you started reading that, so it's kind of crazy. It's coming to an end. Seven issues is done, so the I've got the three covers on, on pre-order, and then, I don't know, I might... I don't really have, like, a YouTube presence. You know, maybe I'll do, like, a tier list video where I rank all the... Like yeah. all the covers, but then even the ones that I don't really like as much, it feels weird to say I don't like them. It's like, well, somebody still spent a lot of time making this. Yeah. Well, you just don't like it as much. It's not that you don't like it. Yeah, if I could steal a gimmick and just do a top five. You could steal a gimmick and just do a top five, but meh. Yeah, because actually, I'm just uh, finishing up. Um, yeah, that book Matt recommended about uh, Stampede Wrestling, so that's been interesting. Owen Hart was huge in Stampede Wrestling, so. I can imagine. Makes sense, but, yeah, they say it was more over than Brett, to be honest with you, so. 
you know, Stampede Wrestling changed the game like every other wrestling company. So, well, Will, enough speaking for that. Of, speaking okay. of wrestling companies changing the game, how about that Ring of Honor in 2012? Ring of Honor 2012. Before we get to that, we should probably do our question of design. So, Will, you ready? I'm ready. All right, Brundin. You can follow Brundin on the Twitter machine at Irish Misfit. You can also hear him on the Shining Wizards. Um, but I got a good question for just a uh, question of dishonor for you this week. If you could pick any Ring of Honor show to go to back and see live, what would it be? Also, same, but for any other show in history. Will? I mean, any other show in history is is a big thing because are we saying that I'm allowed to go back in time and I get to be the age I am now or would I revert back to the age that I was in the event at? You can take it any way you want. So if you want to go back all the way to, to Hackenschmidt and Mike Hackenschmidt versus what does not go right ahead. I'd go with like, I don't know. I'd say for any other show, Let's say some best of the super juniors. That's cool. Send me back to some old one, like where I maybe know like two people at great Sasuke and like maybe one other guy. <laughs> when we just get blown away. Or the mania where Guerrero and Benoit won the world titles. That's cool. Because that was that was a very big important moment for me as a young wrestling fan. And I'll, I'll be a mark with my, my Ring of Honor answer. I uh, Final Battle 2021. <laughs> Why is because that? A bunch of my friends went, and uh, I couldn't go. I mean, it's a – I can't say it's it was so far away because, I mean, you flew out to it. <laughs> yeah, but it's – I mean, Baltimore is definitely where it's – it's okay to fly, but it's a pain in the butt to drive to from your place. So, so yeah, uh, it would have been hell of a time to see that the supposed last Ring of Honor show. I mean, what I'm considering the last true Ring of Honor show. I, I mean, I think we're in agreement there, Will. I think that was. I mean, I would have. I still would have been a little disappointed because there's a lot of stories that didn't get paid off. And I wouldn't have been thrilled about like. I, mean, I wouldn't have hated the righteous winning the trios titles, but I was a big Shane Taylor promotions guy. And then we went to the the off season, and like the righteous really didn't do anything with those titles. Except lose them. Whereas Shane Taylor promotions probably would have at least had the belts around a bit more. Yeah. And it could have hung out with all my friends. Yeah, we could have hung out, you know, a month earlier. So, um, that yeah, that Shane Taylor, Kenny King, last man standing with match was, yeah, it was was pretty awesome live. Um, I mean, de- depending on what happens in a in a couple weeks, you know, maybe my answer will change to a uh, the the main event of uh, Final Battle twenty twelve. 
Well, and kind of adding that, so I was going to kind of add, so what uh, I have a feeling we're, both of our answers are probably going to be the same, but I might have an addendum, but what are the match or what are the TV and or pay-per-views that we've watched so far, which you could have been in attendance for? I mean, if we're talking like satisfaction of the whole card, I mean, it would either be the 10th anniversary show or be Glory by Honor. Yeah. Um, I mean, Glory by Honor obviously is a little more fresh, so it's yeah. a little it's a little more like on my mind. And, you know, I too would have gone nuts when he pulled the generical mask out of the box. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, we've you know, we've been this for almost a year, and we've covered some really great shows. We've covered some pretty okay shows, and uh, we've covered some stinkers, Tom. <laughs> we, we've covered them all. Um, I mean, in fairness, I feel like the stinkers are mostly like just like the live events that aren't necessarily like they aren't the pay per views. Yeah, I wouldn't say. Well, even so, by live events, I mean the TV, like the TV episodes, or are you talking about actual full live events? I'm saying, like, I would say, like, the live events where, like, okay. stuff doesn't really like, canonically like fit in. Okay. I mean, Bruce City Beatdown would have been fun. Well, that's funny you say that, Will, because that's actually one of my, of the ones we covered. Um, that is one of my shows. I would have liked to have been in the building. Uh, for Silas versus Michael Elgin there, and because Silas is Silas is Milwaukee, that's like that's the bottom line, um, you know. And like I said, not a lot of people knew Silas like the Milwaukee crowd did, and they were all in for Silas versus Elgin. Um, but I mean, yeah, Best in the World was a good one. But if I had to pick one match, I I'd like to be there for um, that Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly match to be in the building. For that, which well, would have been awesome. Which Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole? The one where Cole got his teeth kicked out. The only one that really matters. Ever since that match, I mean, the other ones they've had, you know, I'm sure we'll see something different going forward here. Um, but event overall, I mean, like you said, glory by honor. Um, just banger after banger after. I mean, Richard's lethal was awesome. Um, you know, and obviously the, the main event and like you said, and just the generical reveal, um, you know, obviously that may change, but, you know, and Brundon, listen, kind of stole mine like he usually does. Uh, but one ring of honor, I mean, he would have liked to have been in the building for obviously for that Joel versus Kobayashi match. Um, now have you seen that yet? No. Okay. We're going to have to change that here soon. I know it's, I, I didn't watch any of the, uh, the hall of fame episodes. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, the ones where they just showed, like, greatest hits, basically, like, I didn't go back and, like, I didn't watch any of those. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know if the matches there are in full, but I know it is in there. So, we're going we're gonna to get a, we're going to do a, a watch along. So, it's me, me, you, Brennan, hopefully, Brett from the Brain Buster Boys one of these days. So, no one steal our gimmick. I know it's already been done, but I don't give a shit. Um, but then you said second was Ring of Honor versus CCW. In uh, the Cage of Death, uh, Wild, such a good story. I would like to go back and watch that one too. Um, yeah, and, and like so the other one we stole is, I mean, ECW One Night Stand. I mean, any of the old original ECW shows. 
would have been fucking amazing. You know, Tanaka versus if you yeah, you haven't seen that match, she's one of the brain damage. Um, but overall, uh, the final show that I would have liked to go back. Um, this is I'm gonna be kind of smarky like like Will here. Uh, but was Final Battle 2018. Um, I did watch that live. I did watch that in real time. Uh, was it the Hammerstein? But that was, uh, I think that was, I mean, it was kind of the beginning of the end of Ring of Honor. Um, that was kind of like the end because they were on a fucking roll. Um, you know, and that was, I, you know, because it was, uh, yeah, Kenny King versus Eli Isom. Uh, Jeff Cobb did defeat Adam Page for the TV title. That tells you anything. Uh, Kelly Klein defeated Sumi Sakai, Mass Moran, Karen Q. ZSJ defeated Jonathan Gresham in a singles match. Find that fucking match. Um, oh, we'll get there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you don't want to wait six years, you can watch it ahead of time. Nah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Matt Taven beat Dalton Castle for the ro- real world title. Uh, Marty, Marty Skrull defeated uh, Christopher Daniels by submission uh, for the contendership match. Uh, that was supposed to be Christopher Daniels' final match. I hear the booze, I hear him. Uh, Flip Gordon had a great I quit match against Bully Ray. Um, and Jay Lethal defeated or the champion, world, um, maybe not the real world champion, defeated Cody Rhodes by submission. But the match, still my favorite match of all time. Uh, so far in Ring of Honor, the Briscoes versus SoCal Uncensored of Frankie Kazarian, Scorpio Sky versus the Young Bucks in a ladder match. Um, and this is pretty much all, well, except for the Briscoes, obviously, but it was obviously all four of their, their last match. Terry uh, Silky came out, said goodbye, and that's where all AEW started. Um, yeah. Just to be in the building, because we all knew something was up. I mean, it was there. Were, there was rumors swirling um, and stuff like that. So, but that yeah, that ladder match is probably still my favorite Ring of Honor match of all time. Um, you know, but it'd be interesting to go back. I mean, those early. I mean, the first Ring of Honor show was a banger. Um, but I'm gonna go way back to a show that I could have gone to, but I thought it'd be cool because it happened in Milwaukee um, just before WrestleMania Five. Will I know you weren't even born yet? But when the mega powers exploded at the Bradley Center, that crowd went fucking bananas when uh when Randy Savage, you know, beat crap out of Hogan and that's where it all started. Bunch of marks. Bunch of fucking marks. So um yeah, that's kind of what I came up with. So uh you got Hulk, any Hulk Hogan, most overrated wrestler ever. <laughs> He's the most overrated. Dude's overrated. He was over. You know, I mean, it's he did he did his job. I mean, he made you. Listen, I'm I'm not saying he didn't do his job. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever see that Hogan versus Great Muda match from like 1993? It's actually no. You should check it out. It's really fucking good. I, I don't know a lot of Muda. Like I need to go back and like fill fill out my like cruiserweight Japanese wrestling. Yeah. Cause also like uh Heel Turn Goods is posting up some like people's favorite designs that they've 
done, I don't know if it was like necessarily this year or just like in general, and they put up their Hayabusa line again. Oh, wow. And I don't know anything about Hayabusa. I mean, I know about Hayabusa. Right. I listen, especially after listening to Shouts Out Wrestling, I listened to the Noob Japan. Yeah. And they talked about Hayabusa. Like, I learned a lot. And I know, like, the dude, like, did a moonsault and crashed on his head. Like, well, like, that merge line, like, it's sick. Like, that merch line looks so good. And it's like, I can't justify buying another T-shirt. Yeah. But it looks so good. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't, listen, I know the name, but. Yeah, but to be in the building for some of those early um, ECW shows would have been fucking fantastic, so. So, well, Will, on that note, but Will, once again, thank you, Brendan. Um, pretty much the third member uh, member of our Ring of Honor pod, Ring of Honor Reverie podcast. Sorry, my braces are kicking my ass today. Um, and shout out, we got to do some. We're gonna have to do some more fan questions here soon. But, um, Will, we've got some TV to cover. We, ooh, the the Hayabusa snapback is like a traditional snapback, not a trucker hat style, and it's got like an all over print. Wow. I do like me some snapbacks. <laughs> That's pretty dope. Uh, but we're going to go over, Will. We're at episode 61. You want to talk about a cool event to be at, Tom? I know these taping blocks are like three days long. And, you know, it's every now and then, you know, you got to get up from your seat. You go to the bathroom. You grab a couple hot dogs. You come right. back. You sit next to the impact player, Phil Rea. Yeah. But uh, this was, uh, this was an I would say an excellent, uh, excellent way to start. I don't know if you call it like a new season, but like we're we're post pay per view. We're kind of like up story wise. Like all right, we're after the pay per view, so this is all yeah. stuff after, and we're in Pittsburgh, right? Yep, we're in. Uh, so and they didn't Steel bring City. Yeah, they didn't bring out Bruno, Bruno San Martino for no apparent reason this time. So oh, thank goodness. Um, proud Speaking of not. Pittsburgh, sh- shouts out to the Steelers. They actually won a fucking game on Sunday to the Bums. What are you guys like four and five, or what? Are, what's the Steelers record? Oh no, they're like two and something. They're they're dog shit this year. Wow! So they <laughs> beat the Bengals, and that was it. They beat the Bengals, and they beat the uh, they beat the Saints. Wow. I'm pretty sure those are the only wins they had this year. It's not good. There's always next year. I watched a full half of a football game on Sunday, too, by the way. On on Sunday. Which game did you watch on Sunday? The Vikings-Bills game. And holy fuck, did I pick a good game to watch. Vikings won that one, right? Somehow. Some fucking way how. I mean, right now, Pittsburgh's not the team. I mean, the Pennsylvania team is the Eagles. I mean, Eagles are looking. I mean, some people are saying the Eagles haven't really had, like, they haven't had a, a close game yet where they've kind of just kind of like walked away with it. Yeah. So it's like, how are they going to do once they actually get punched in the mouth? Get punched in the mouth a little bit. Oh, Steelers have won a couple more games than I thought, but they still only won. Oh, that's a pre. Those are preseason. Those don't count. <laughs> yeah, aren't the Eagles like eight and one? Or are they lost? Yeah, I I don't know if the Eagles have won or have lost. 
But Eagles are having a hell of a season. Eagles are still marchers being 7-0. and Wow. In my, I'd say my precious Steelers, but nothing precious about them. They're 2-6. Mm. You know, they're not good. They, they beat the Bengals. They beat the Saints. The Dolphins are leading the AFC East. Yes, sir. Actually, the Patriots are right there at five and four. Yeah, Jets are six and five. Actually, so that can't be right. So if I click this, does give me a different number. All right. Steelers are three and six. Yeah, that's what. Okay. I don't see that those numbers don't add up right. They're, they're, they've had more games than that. Yeah, Eagles, yeah, Eagles coming. Coming Sunday, Steelers play the Bengals again. I don't see the Steelers beating them this time. Yeah, Eagles are eight and one. God damn, Giants are seven and two. Yeah. Wow, and the Vikings are eight and one. Jesus fucking Christ. Packers are four and six. They did beat the Cowboys last week, though. So Eagles lost to the Washington Commanders. The yeah. Eagles should be ashamed they lost to the Commanders. How about yeah. the Cowboys? Commanders are like six and Tom, three. this is we, – we went off the rails. We did. We, we yeah. went off the rails here, but we have, we're, we're in Pittsburgh. We're not in Baltimore. We're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, we can Crowd's start with I don't know how the Penguins are doing, but Nico, down, buddy. The only thing I know about hockey is that apparently the Devils are doing really good. So, yeah, congrats, I just saw, Kevin. I just saw Grief will post it on uh, Chico Down. Don't eat your sister's food, kiddo. Um, I don't know how the Red Actually, Faith and I just went to her first uh, hockey game on Friday. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, so the Milwaukee Admirals. Uh, the Milwaukee Admirals versus the Iowa Wilds. So, the Admirals are the. Basically, the AAA affiliate for the Nashville Sound. So, um, not a large crowd, but a raucous crowd. So, everyone was into it. So, and it's just a very, it's just, it's at the UWM um, Milwaukee Panther Arena. Uh, it used to be called the Mecca. Um, just a lot of cool. That's where we saw Dynamite. But it's also the home where uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, coined the phrase Austin 316. There we go. So. We, we didn't have Steve Austin on this episode of Ring of Honor, but we did have them boys. We we did. So, uh, episode 61, original air date, November 17th, 2012, or 2012. I was in Peru at this time, not watching Ring of Honor. Um, but we do start I off. In, with, I was in Peru. Listen to this guy. I know. I'm, I'm being that guy. Um, Where's my bell? Ding. Yeah, I was in Oh, yeah. Anyways. Um, Peru. That's you, you, were, you, weren't, you weren't thinking about Ring of Honor. You were, no. you were on the, you really were on the other side of the world. Yeah. I mean, all bullshit aside. But, uh, but Will, before them boys show up, uh, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGinnis announced uh, that they're going to start to show off with a Women of Honor belt. Which yeah. Is, but then some really loud music comes on. And like Will said, them boys show up. That death rattle track. Yep. Uh, 
And then uh, Kevin Kelly and uh, asked Nigel, you know something about this? You know, um, not very well done. But uh, basically, Jay gets on the mic. He wants all the wrestlers to come down in the ring. Um, yeah, once again, Nigel not doing a good job of keeping this a secret. But we get Elgin, Darius, uh, Bennett, Roddy. Um, you know, this might not yeah, but, but the locker room comes out except for wrestling's greatest tag team. Because they're a bunch of assholes. They're a bunch of assholes. Jay Lethal doesn't come out because he's having issues with management. But they said they got Jay Lethal's back. Yep, and Jay Lethal's got their back in this decision too. And Scum. And Scum's not out there because Scum is anti-Ring of Honor. Um, and we got a we got a raw raw promo from the Briscoes. Yeah, and uh, Scum's got people turning on Ring of Honor, saying you know Ring of Honor sucks. You know, like, you know if you say Ring of Honor sucks, you're saying that all these men around the ring suck. You're saying that we suck. Yeah. Um, raw yeah. raw Ring of Honor flags. Raw raw. We're a team. We're a family. <laughs> um, Pizza parties for everyone. Yeah, and uh, Jay calls out, you know, Scum for brainwashing, you know, all the fans and thinking that it's cool to shit on Ring of Honor, blah, blah, blah. He literally uh, said shit on Ring of Honor. Yeah, but, uh, you know, and then they talked about Jay Lethal, um, you know, having their back, but Jay Lethal injured Jim Cornette, so he couldn't make the show. Uh, but them boys grabbed some beer, and they drove themselves down to Kentucky. Talk to Jim Cornette. Oh, he and, would uh, live in Kentucky. Yeah, it's um uh, well, yeah, let's we'll, we'll leave it at that. So um yeah, and basically uh you know they, they talked Jim Cornette or uh you know previously Jim Cornette had alluded that two people two very persuasive people had um helped him make this decision. Um but it turns out that uh they talked Cornette into making a new matchmaker. And uh Will, who is this new matchmaker? It's uh he's a former Ring of Honor champion. A very good Ring of Honor champion. Someone he's, who's uh, seen very often on this show. He uh you know he got the respect of the locker room. He's uh he was voted by the locker room. Maybe. Yeah. Right, that's not that's not totally clear about whether this was somebody Jim Cornette picked to do this or it was something that like the locker room voted on. They kind of said both. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that basically how I'm going to go with it is the, the locker room voted on it. And then they just told Jay Mark to drive to Kentucky to convince Cornette, convince Cornette air quotes. But it's, uh, it's Nigel McGinnis. Yeah. So our, our, the era of Nigel being an on-screen authority figure is now. Yeah. And it can't come a minute too soon. So Nigel continues on with the raw, raw, bring about the best, best damn pro wrestling. I wanted to be a pro wrestler before Ring of Honor. He's like, I got to live my dream because of Ring of Honor. He was a champion. He respects all these people in the locker room. I mean, he's uh, we got some match announcements, Tom. Yeah. And uh, real quick before we go, um, go into that, what do you think there are the chances that Nigel shows up at Final Battle 2022? What are the chances you think Nigel shows up at Final Battle 2022? 
I mean, there's a chance. I don't know. I, I'm not even going to bother. I'm currently wearing my Ring of Honor event that shall not be named t-shirt. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I, they, they need to do something big at that show to, to hook me in. Cause as of right now, I don't care. Yeah. Like as far as, as far as I'm concerned, Tom, whenever we hit final battle 2021, this podcast is over. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's not totally true because there was a couple episodes of TV after that had some really great matches. Mm. Brian, Brian Johnson, Jonathan Gresham, that, that week after Final Battle. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. And we'd have to cover the week after that where we got the delirious cheeseburger match. But effectively, okay. that's that was it. Yeah. So, so high fivers, enjoy this content while you can. I mean, Will and I only have five more episodes, 500 more episodes to go. So time is limited. So time is limited. So if you got questions, you got to get them in now. You know, we, we may not be able to get to everybody's before uh, <laughs> we, we get there. Before uh, February of 20, uh, 2033. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but yeah, but like Will said, you know, Nigel talks to like, you know, where's the honor going ring of honor? You know, people used to ask him why, you know, what's the best wrestling in the world? Blah, 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 blah. Rah, 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 rah. Um, well, yeah, we got some match announcements. Nigel's like, you know, I'm here to bring restore, uh, restore, restore the honor back in Ring of Honor. Uh, but he would be remiss because the fans do cheer for Kevin Steen. So he can't just ignore the fans, Will. So he's got to book Kevin Steen. But I mean, he's also your world champion. Yeah, I mean that's that's the bottom line, and you know the fans also cheer for another guy. They also want El Generico. So it's official, Will. Final battle, twenty twelve. Right, but Generico would only have the match. It's a ladder war, not a ladder match. Ladder war. war. They, ha, has there been prior ladder wars? Because he said it like it was supposed to be a thing that people know. Like, Ooh, ladder war. Yeah, I think basically, I think, uh, yeah, there's been, I mean, and these two actually had a ladder war previously. Um, and, and they, there's been, there's future Ring of Honor ladder wars that are going to be excellent to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it was a final battle, it was seven, I think. They had a ladder. Steen and Generico took on the Briscoes. That's another great fucking match in a ladder war. Um, yeah, Ring of Honor definitely stepped up the bar for, for ladder matches and war. So, um, yeah, so our main event set, Will. I mean, we may have spoiled it uh, previously. Sorry for getting a little ahead of ourselves. And, um, yeah, but this is going to be a, a hell of a main event. And, you know, I was I was talking to Brundon earlier. And, like, we talked about that tweet from, from Cornette. I'm like, if you hated Generico so much, why did you book him in the biggest match of the year? Send them off to the send them off to NXT. Yeah. So, which uh, Generico never won the world title. No. Did Sami Zayn ever actually have the NXT title? He had it for like two weeks, and then like Steam beat the piss out of him. So Sami Zayn, 
slash El Generico has never really had a solid run with the top belt. You know what this means. It means Sami Zayn's got to beat Roman Reigns. That's Survivor Series. God damn. Um, but Will, while I'm looking this up, what uh, we got some more match announcements too. We got another match. It's like so. It's not just Steen's problem. We also have Steve Carino, Jimmy Jacobs. We got Scum. They are tag team champs. Our our tag team champions have to have a match. Gotta. They yeah. have to have a match. So, CNC Wrestle Factory, they still don't call them that yet, but you know, that's what they are. Yeah. Is one and one with scum. The Briscoes are one and one with scum. So, they're going to have a three way dance. And I kept trying to get it straight. Are they saying it's elimination style? No, basically. Or no, it's, it's, single, it's single fall. It's single fall, but the champions do have to factor in the in the decision. You have to pin the champs. You have to pin the champs, or the cha- or be pinned by the. I mean, obviously, you don't want that, but. Um. All right. So, real quick, uh, Generico did is a two-time PWG World Champion, um, five-time World Tag PWG World Tag Team Champion. Um. Won some tournaments. He's a TV champion, uh, tag team championship. But yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's really held a big belt. He won match of the year from the Baltimore Sun. It was a match against uh, Shinsuke at Takeover Dallas. That was I good. Did. I got to revisit that match. NXT uh, Sami Zayn won another level. He's got some DDT championships. I mean, who doesn't? Um, we probably have some DDT championships. Probably too. Match of the day. Oh, shit. I don't want to spoil anything, but he won match of the decade from PWI. Or some, some yeah. Kevin Steen at Final Battle 2012. So, in theory, this is good. This main event's going to be real good. I, you know. But that's not all, Tom. He's got three, he's won the Intercontinental Championship three times. If you say so. Okay. So. I don't remember any of those reigns, but if you say it happened. Yeah, I guess that's what, I mean, the internet never lies. All right, sorry, okay. Never. Uh, so. we, we also get Jerry Lynn. Yeah. You know, not, well, I mean, well, so we got, we do have Nigel's last, or Nigel, um, Cornette's last book match of Adam Cole versus uh, Matt Hardy that we don't really care about. Uh, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, they we're, we're getting Jerry Lynn's final match in Ring of Honor. Um, Will, what, do you have any thoughts on Jerry Lynn? Do you, how much do you know? I know pretty minimal. I've never seen a Jerry Lynn match. Sherilyn's fucking awesome. Go back. Just one of those guys, like, you, I mean, he's just so good. Like, you don't realize he's so good. It just makes it look so pure. It's just, yeah, Sherilyn's fucking fantastic. Um, All right, so if you're listening out there, send me a Jerry Lynn match to watch. I probably won't watch it, but I appreciate your suggestions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, high fivers. Give me some uh, some Jerry Lynn 
He's got. He was a legend in AAW. Um, you know, he did some decent shit. Or, well, he beat actually the match you should watch uh, when he wrestled Nigel for the title, like in 05, 06. Great fucking match. I probably could find that on Honor Club, couldn't I? You probably could. Um, yeah. I probably enjoyed my Honor Club before they, uh, they oust it, huh? They better not oust it, Will. If they ever oust it, because they don't have any other yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I can't remember. Um, can't remember. Maybe we'll just have to go all good some some sushi, eat some okada rolls, and uh, watch that. I'm still gonna call it okada rolls. So you go right ahead, Tom. I can't stop you. Um. I'm looking that up. But yeah, Nigel versus Jerry Lynn was fucking fantastic. I think I'm going to say it's like 2005. Um, and I don't want to spoil the result because it's actually a really great story. Um, but then will we finally get to a match? We do. We get to the a Women of Honor match. Allison K. Versus Miss I- I, I popped, not gonna lie, when they said Allison K. I was like, no shit. AK 47. This, from what I saw, was a cool. Like I said, I, I, was, I was making dinner when I had this up, so I wasn't necessarily like watching the whole match, but. It wasn't long, but I mean, it, no. it's classic Ring of Honor, Women of Honor. Uh, but we, we, we have to squeeze everything into an hour long TV program. So. And we just, we just got a 15 minute promo, too, to start the show. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Allison K. I mean, she works fucking stiff. Um, I I really do enjoy. She is really kind of under the radar. I'm glad she's kind of getting a resurgence now. I didn't realize she was wrestling for so long, but it's also like I didn't realize Sal Ronaldo has been wrestling as long as he has. Oh yeah, for fucking forever. Because like I haven't watched him yet, but I bought the three the the set of the indie wrestling diaries. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at them, I mean, first I was bummed because they weren't signed like they were supposed to be. Yeah. Which in fairness, he doesn't charge extra to sign them. So it's not like I lost anything. But I looked at the cover. It's like, Saul Ronaldo's on the cover of the indie wrestler diaries. Hmm. The Saul Ronaldo I see on NWA with like the, the, the pigtails and being what's her name's best friend, like, yeah, no way. So I haven't watched it yet. I didn't realize it was like four hours. That's why I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, I thought it was very cool to see Allison K. Um, in the in the Ring of Honor ring against Miss Chiff, who's still wrestling too. Yeah. Um. God damn it. There we go. Okay, Will, in High oh. Fighters, I did post the link for that Jerry Ling, Nigel McGinnis match in the show notes. Um, I could probably just text that to it's you. It's right down now. here. People can't see it, but it's down here. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a quick match. Um, at the end of it, Allison K uh, goes for a kick, and Mischief basically just ducks under the kick and wraps her leg around her head. And DDT's are somehow a pretty unique move. Um, I don't know what the fuck you call it, but it was pretty dope. I'd uh, say I'd go back and watch this match, but we both know I wouldn't do that. So, 
Yeah. You know, and then, um, you know, and basically a lot of this show is more about the commentary than the actual match. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I think after that, we just had some ads for Ring of Honor. Nigel had to go do matchmaker stuff. Yep. I think we just got ads. There was a delirious ad. Yes, with uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling.com. We got. <laughs> yeah, in my notes, uh, I've Ring of Honor Wrestling. Doc, delirious has a bunch of words. What are, what are they calling it? It's Final Battle. What are they calling it? It's like Doomsday. Doomsday, that's what it is. Um, because so, Wrestling.com. If you can't be at Hammerstein, you can get it on iPay Per View. You sure can. Um, and you can buy a t shirt. You can buy uh, you can buy a copy of uh, Border Wars. Yeah, or maybe uh, showdown in the sun. Because the world was supposedly ending shortly after this show. Um, right. In the real life, not in the wrestling world. So, mind calendar ended. So, yeah, Faith and, and I. When we, uh, oops, sorry, Tom. I was going to say, side, sidebar, Faith and I have actually been watching uh, one of my favorite authors, Graham Hancock's uh, Exploring the Apocalypse, or Ancient Apocalypses. So, speaking of destruction of the world, but. All right, sorry, Will. No, we come back from break, and we got Tadarius Thomas. Yeah, definitely top five, uh, top five breakout stars of the year for us. Yeah, he's great. Um, versus Roddy Strong. Versus Roddy Strong, the match we were supposed to get at Glory by Honor. Yeah, that we did not get because Truth Martini says it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Just don't worry. It's, it's all good. Except for he's kind of he's he's keeping his distance behind Roddy. He's really not with Roddy because, as we remember, Roddy quit the House of Truth. Yeah. Michael Elgin quit the House of Truth. Rhino threw Truth Martini into the barricade. <laughs> yeah, but Truth Martini, you know, it's all fine. It's a misunderstanding. I I told Rhino I don't need his services anymore. He released, <laughs> he released Rhino. <laughs> Kevin Kelly's like, you released Rhino? I, well, I would say Rhino released you right over the ring. Oh, Kevin Kelly, you're a national fucking treasure. Um, Great match, though. Yeah. As, as you would expect, Roderick Strong, Tadarius Thomas. Yeah. I mean, too short, but a lot of fun. Um, Roddy's it's, got a motor. It's today. really a shame that Roderick Strong is, like, floating around in an NXT. Not really doing anything um yeah i don't know i i don't know why it's there i mean he was so good and like his offense was so unique and he seemed to pull it off with all kinds of different wrestlers yeah um yeah so um but i mean i i don't mean to look ahead but i guess we get point of honor until 2015 so that makes me happy but at the end um, Tadarius misses a kick on Roddy. Roddy ducks, uh, nails him with a nasty fucking knee lift. He fucking caught all that one. Um, either that or Tadarius is a great seller, so it could be either one. Um, and he does that classic throw him 15 feet in the air neck breaker. Um, I really don't know how Roddy does that move and doesn't kill people. Or He's that damn good, Tom. He is that damn good. That That is no lie. Um, but yeah, Truth Martini's on commentary the whole time. Uh, blah 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 blah. 
And then uh, after the match, <laughs> you know, uh, Truth Martini gets in the ring. He's breakdancing. Basically, it looks like he's won the lotto. Um, and Roddy grabs the mic. He's like, Truth. I'm done. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just love like Kellen Kelly says, uh, yeah, Truth had a lot to say, but nothing to add. So, still good. Um. Yeah, and we go to my we go to my favorite segment after this. We get we we we, we chat about the house of truth a little more because inside Ring of Honor we get some some words from Michael Elgin. Yeah, and actual like sentences. Um, but it's countdown to doomsday. Will countdown to doomsday on inside Ring of Honor, and uh, obviously you know we talk about they talk about El Generico versus Steen. Um, I'm sure we're going to get a history lesson throughout the weeks. At least I hope we do. I mean, if they're fucking smart, they will. Um, but Generico's never been champ, but he is the one that beat Kevin Steen in 2010 and put him out of Ring of Honor for nine months. So, um, yeah, and then we get a three-way, you know, Scum, um, but Scum's got to be a factor in the decision. And then uh, CNC, we get a quick promo from Caprice and Cedric. And Caprice, you know, uh, says there's three things you don't do, Will. You don't mess with a hungry man's plate. You don't mess with a pimp's money. And you don't mess with CNC factor. Actually, I think he did say CNC wrestle factor. Did he? I, I missed it if he did. So maybe maybe this is where it starts. Because Yeah, I think he did. I was just laughing so hard he said pimp's money that you know, especially him being a god fearing man, so right. That's but you know, Caprice is a national treasure, so he can say whatever he wants. Yeah, and then Matt Hardy says, Oh, Adam Cole might suffer a twist of fate. Boy, didn't see that coming, Will. Um, but yeah, but like Will said earlier, Michael Elgin spitting fire basically says, Ring of Honor, if you don't give me Roger, Roger Strong, the blood is on your hands. Yeah, I want. Roddy Strong in a match, which I mean, Roddy Strong ran in the ring and hit him with a sick kick after he took an avalanche package pile driver. Yeah, so, it's a wonder he can use the complete sentences. You get smacked in the head so much. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to give us that match, but I'm fucking. Oh, they're de- they're definitely giving us that match. Um, I'm looking. Good. They're doing the whole. Oh, it's not going to happen. Like it's going to. It's going to happen. Um, but like Jay Lethal is probably going to wind up in a match against Kevin Steen for this title before. Think so? I think they do. Hmm. I think they do a televised match. Now that Nigel's the matchmaker and whatnot, I feel like they, they find some way in there. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, Badger does whatever the fuck he wants. So, I mean, are you going to tell him no? Um, I mean, spoiler alert, a lot of people do tell them, though. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So at the end of the day, the, the Nigel that we have now is nowhere near as intimidating as the Nigel of, you know, seven years before this. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but we do find out next week on TV, we are getting Scum versus Whitmer and Titus. And yeah. if Titus win the titles... That three-way is still going to go on. It's not going to be for the TV title or for the tag team titles. So, um, I mean, I'm, I kind of like that. I kind of like that little wrinkle. 
Yeah. That, I mean, that scum is in the match regardless. Um, you know, because, I mean, obviously scum's probably going to win, but at least that, that it gives you – Oh, scum's definitely going to win. But, I mean, at least it gives you to say, hey, maybe maybe Whitmer and Titus get a shot, you know? It's just not a foregone conclusion, so maybe they don't win. Yeah, or maybe, you know, maybe they do lose the title, so. Um, yeah, but before, uh, like we'll talk about earlier, before the Cole, we had our main event is Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, we I learned- groaned out loud when they said that's what the main event was. You're not excited to see this match again? Again. It's kind but of there's like- a shiny new belt. There is literally a shining new belt. Um, yeah, but th- yeah, they did them. You know, did announce like we'll talk about earlier. Uh, Jerry Lynn's final match in Ring of Honor will be coming. Um, but the, yeah, the winner of this match will go home with a brand new TV title belt. So, um, you know, in the beginning of the match, they kind of talked about when Adam Cole put on some weight. Um, he did look a little bigger here. Yeah, they're saying he's a. Uh... He's trying to put on some muscle. He's doing more of a, a power lifter workout. Uh, trying to bulk up a bit. I feel like as long as he doesn't lose his speed. So, uh, I mean, we know what happens. So, um, all in all, good match. You know, I mean, all the matches between them have been good. Yeah, but just that, I mean. And it has been a little bit since they had a match. Yeah. It's been like a month. A little bit longer, but uh, during the match, Tom, we, we had some words from Davy Richards that he's gonna have words. The old my announcement is I have an announcement coming, yeah. Well, he had to come down and ask Nigel if he could get some TV time next week, right? He did it on air during the, the main event, yeah, during, during Adam Cole Kyle O'Reilly's match, yeah. He, and he's got some words from Kyle O'Reilly about Kyle O'Reilly. So yeah, so um, final so maybe, battle probably. I hope so. It's gonna be interesting. And then uh, Richards goes back up the ramp, but O'Reilly catches sight of him. Yeah, gets distracted. Cole takes advantage. Yeah, that Florida Keys comes out, puts away Kyle O'Reilly. I love Adam Cole. And there was a lot of really good back and forth, like submission, catch, catch, can wrestling in this match. Don't get me wrong. But Adam Cole, yeah, gets a kick to the back of the head and he has a Florida key. And it's, you would have thought that Kyle O'Reilly would have been hitting the head of the sledgehammer. He was out. Um, I just don't know why. I mean, if I got super kicked in the back of the head, I'd probably be out too. Yeah, that's true. But I just don't know why the Florida key is such a protected move. It's, it's his move. I, I get it, but it's no shining wizard. It's no Panama sunrise. I mean, people are kicking out of package pile drivers or kicking out of lethal injections. I mean, it's all the storyline, right? It's like, I kind of had that issue. I mean, you have that same issue in like any kind of storytelling, right? I mean, you look at a new Japan where Kota Ibushi and Jay White wrestle for like over an hour. And it's just like drag out. They're like clawing and dragging, just like dragging through the match because neither one's going to lose. And then like a month later, Jay White loses to David Finley in like a 20-minute match. 
not to knock David Finley, but it's like we just showed this guy could go like hard for an hour, and he loses in twenty minutes to David Finley. Like he's good. It's not that good. But it's the continuity thing. It's like, and then you can say, oh, it's the the atmosphere. It's for the stakes. It's for this that. It's because it's a it's Wrestle Kingdom. But it's like, yeah. But at the same time, it's like you know you can do it. Yeah, it's. But super kick Adam Cole, big super kick guy. I shared the clip from NXT where he's just like he super kicks everybody. Yeah. Ricochet goes to do some sort of springboard off the side, super kick. Yeah. EC3 mocks the Adam Cole, baby, super kick. Lars Sullivan eats a super kick, kick while holding onto a ladder. That was yeah. Lars Sullivan, right? Lars Sullivan was in the corner. Yeah, the one holding the, the holding the. Yeah. Because so- Cole dropped EC3 on the ladder, super kicked around. EC3 got up again, super kicked him again. Then hit him with the old Adam Cole, baby. And Adam Cole goes home with a shiny new TV title. Yeah. And he's going on to face Matt Hardy at Final Battle. Yeehaw. Oh. So, Tom, if this was your first viewing experience of a ring of honor be a great time to kind of jump in. Yeah. Kind of the, the reset for the, they have like a month and a half before. No, it's only a month, right? About a month, yeah. a month worth of TV time. Even though the stuff was taped like three weeks ago. Right. But, uh, what do you think? Are you, are you, are you tuning in next week to, to get more about Doomsday? Yeah, I mean, uh, Doomsday has definitely got me intrigued. I don't think I would have forked over the money for it at this point, quite yet. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, it definitely laid some groundwork. Uh, it'd be cool to see who this Jerry Lynn guy is they're talking about. Uh, what's the hype between... Like that's, that's my thing, is like, they they talk about the emphasis of your your main antagonist, Scum. Kevin, Kevin Steen, Perino, Jacobs... And they're not shown like at all. Yeah. Which well, I get like even if you just have them come up like at the top of the ramp, be like, this is bullshit, like we're gonna do something about it. Like it's like, yeah, we talked to this Kevin Steen guy. He's the champ. The crowd loves him. The locker room hates him. Didn't see him. Yeah, maybe they're saving or maybe couldn't have made it. You know, I mean, we do have a couple more weeks because they announced uh, their their next tapings, twenty twenty three or two thousand thirteen. Baltimore going to be thirty wrestlers, fifteen matches, something like that. Yeah, in Baltimore, and then uh, we do get another Milwaukee show. So yeah, you do. Um, yeah, and any high fivers that were in the building uh, for Final Battle two thousand twelve, uh, hit me up. Um, I'd love to, you know, get some people's perspectives on who are there. Um, but yeah, I think this definitely would – this is not the greatest Ring of Honor TV episode, but by far not the least, but I'm definitely intrigued. Um, you know, I want to know more about El Generico. I want to hear about Steen. Um, who are these assholes wrestling's greatest tag team? So, um, yeah, 
I mean, it, de- it definitely would have piqued my interest. You know, I don't think I would have been a, a Ring of Honor homer from this, but final battle. I, I probably would have, I would have tried to keep up if this was my first time seeing it. Yeah. It's hard to say that, though, because knowing when Ring of Honor was on TV, it's like, I don't know if I would have been like, damn, I got to stay up how late to watch this again? Well, you could have used your TiVo. Back in this time, Tom, I could have popped the VHS tape and uh, the VCR. It was turn off the TV and hit record. All the good old days. I didn't think used to take Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> um, but, Will, I mean, so you were, you, uh, you were definitely intrigued by this one, huh? I think they gave enough that if I was a new fan, I'd be interested in seeing where it's going. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could have shortened that opening segment like five minutes and then kind of padded out the matches a little more. Because it did, it did feel a little chat heavy. Yeah. I mean, part of that is you have this big promo section at the beginning. We have the quick women's match. We go to an ad. We have another match. They chit chat. They go to into Ring of Honor, inside Ring of Honor, and then we get another match. But there was also talking in the middle of this match. Yeah. So it just felt like a very chatty episode. But I mean, the matches were great. They included women. I think that'd be the one thing that would throw me is like we see this women of Honor match. Like, when's the next time we're going to see a women's match? Yeah, I mean, that was good to see. Um, I mean, gosh forbid they put a women's match on you know, pay-per-view. but And they put it on first. Technically, yeah. It was the first, was the first match. So, yeah, I think we're, uh, I think we're turning, you know, not to, not to break down the future wall or anything, because obviously we were, we can, you know, we can kayfabe, we can, we can see into the future because we, but I got a good feeling going into 2013. I really do. Um, yeah, it's going it's to be a lot of fun. So, I'm looking forward to maybe see some stuff that I might uh, remember. Yeah. Because when I, when I started dabbling in Ring of Honor, we were uh, – it was Scum Storylines and Nigel McGinnis. And so we're, we're getting to be around probably when I started watching. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. So, all right, Will. Well, um, before we pull this train into the, the proverbial station, as the kids like to say, is uh, anything you want to add about this uh, TV episode or anyone you want to shout out this week? Or Just the usual. Visionary Global Media for having us. You for, uh, for doing it. I just show up. Brendan for questions. Yeah. Shining Wizards for bringing us together. Yeah. As this airs, uh, Monday will be their 11th anniversary show. So I encourage folks to tune into that. It's going to be a good time. Either live or catch it in podcast form. Yeah. I mean, friend, friends of Ring of Honor ever. We can't I, uh, I like their, uh, their joke about how people should go back and listen to the back catalog if they don't understand like the dynamic between them. Yeah. 
And Kevin's like, there's like 600 episodes. <laughs> I'm like, now nah, just go back to like 350. Yeah. And now you know, 354. That's what we're establishing is the canon. 354 onward. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I started like four... 470, 460, I'd have to look it up, but... Yeah. I have no idea what episode number. I could probably go back and guess based on when I started listening to Neckbreaker. Because they had been running a little bit before I found out about the podcast and was, like, listening to it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, we're on Chinese Network. It's like, oh, I'll go check out these other shows. I don't know what a podcast is. Yeah. Most shows on the network, I have given at least one episode a shot. That's cool. Most. There's been a, a handful of shows that haven't lasted on there a while that I just didn't. Like, I drink. I never checked out a drink with Gino. Yeah, because... Uh, really? there's, uh, there's one. I remember the ad, but I don't remember what the show was. There was an ad where it was like the Jersey City Wrecking Crew or whatever. It was like two guys did an ad. I don't remember what the show was. I didn't listen to that one either. But for better or worse, Midnight Jury gave that a shot. Actually, inconclusive breakdown, I never did. Even before I didn't like their ad. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to keep my opinions to it. But, but like, um, I used to like two and a half wrestlers. That's cool. That was that was a fun podcast. I don't know if you listened to that one at all. No. There was a really cool episode where it was uh, Brian Myers interviewing Maven. Yeah. It was, it was in the car because Myers had to pick him up from the airport. Yeah. So their interview was just like in the car, like driving to where the the venue was. Hmm. Because this is the old uh, PWS days. Okay. This is before the Creative Pro, Russell Pro. Um, but it's been some great episodes. It's been a lot of very funny moments. Yeah. We well, yeah, and shout out, obviously, to Turnbuckle Throwbacks, because obviously that's how I got involved. Um, Impact play of Phil Rea. Yeah. So, um, yeah, actually, uh, um, not in, um, the metal. Oh my gosh, why am I spacing it? Radioactive metal. Yes, thank you. Um, they, yeah, they just did an episode on. Uh, I used to host that show. <laughs> I know. I, I thought about it. Um, but yeah, their their newest episode intrigued me. They're doing a review of a uh, Nh Pelegro. He's a uh, he's the old drummer for the Dead Kennedys. So that kind of made my day. So. I, I admittedly have not listened to an episode since I left the show. Well, it's just not the same, man. Really. My, uh, I thought about reaching out and like seeing about maybe jumping on like maybe like their year end show or like if they do other some kind of like celebratory show. Yeah, but I'm not really up with what's going on musically. I guess. Yeah. News wise, like I've kind of got like my little bubble of stuff that I, I'm actively like checking out and listening to, but yeah, you know, creative it was legit creative differences, you know. I'm yeah. happy that it's still going because that's another show that's been going on for 
Yeah, there's 600 some odd up. So I don't think they hit. Did they hit 666 yet? They had to have. I mean, they. It was a when I joined in. It was a 10 year running program. And that was a couple of years ago. Shit. Let me look. This had. Yeah, they just popped up. Yeah, we're way off the rails today. I love it. Shouts, shouts out to our wives. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, put up, they put up with us doing this. I, yeah. I asked Brittany what uh, her answer to the question of dishonor would be. And she said, whatever the last show is, so I can celebrate. <laughs> oh, that's funny. She does like Dalton Castle. She likes the, she likes the get up. Holy shit. Yeah, you're right, by the way. Radioactive Metal, episode 722. Wow. Every week, they put out an episode. Other than, there's only been like two or three times they haven't done an episode. But yeah, there's an episode every week. Kudos to them. Jesus. I mentioned before podcasts were even a thing, so. Yeah, I mean, Snowy started doing it like. If I remember correctly, it wasn't even like his an original idea. Like somebody else asked him to be a part of it, but then he's kind of the one who took over as like, yeah, the the voice of of the show basically, and became like the guy. Yeah, I mean, it's like Rock was there for a really long time too, but Rock wasn't like an original member. Rock was doing a comic book podcast and was brought in to be like a guest host for something. Or like to talk about something, and it's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'll stick around. I'll keep doing the show. I think 14 years. 722. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. Snowy Rock, Kareem, me, Aaron. Fucking kudos to those guys. I, I, I miss chatting with them. I, I really do. Well, you should reach out. I should also go back and watch lots of old wrestling with all the, the tools at my fingertips, Tom. But Well, Will, just do me a small favor. Do check out that Nigel and Gerilyn match. I'll, I'll think about it. All right, fair enough. So I, I also haven't watched Heather's yet either. So, Well, in my defense, I recorded an episode of that six weeks ago, and I still haven't fucking put it out. So sorry, Andy. I need to get that out. Just life's been... Save it for next Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just so far behind. So, um, and next week we'll do our Christmas cracker. So, shout out to Graham and Matt over at the Good Cop, Bad Cop. Everybody listen to those guys too, our fellow VGM mates. So, oh, shit, I never did the, the thing that you messaged me about. Well, no, we'll, we'll record it on here, but yeah, we'll talk about that off air. All right, high fivers. I'm putting a fork in it. Will, thank you. This has been a blast. We'll see everybody next week.